The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Michael Haley. He is the current owner of Stockton Aloe, and there's a big, long history with this. I'm very excited to have Michael on. He was, uh, and his company was originally introduced to me by Dr. Brian Clement of the Hippocrates Health Institute. And we're going to get into the history of Stockton Aloe, the benefits of Stockton Aloe, why you would want to have it in your house, in, in your family, and all, and all the just cool, magical things it does. And a lot of people know about aloe um, when people get burn victims. Nothing works better. The hospitals are using it today, but we're going to find out that you can use it for a lot more than just burns to magnify your health. So, Michael, thank you for being on today, sir. Tim, thank you for having me on, on your show. I'm always happy to geek out with someone like you. This is mm -hmm. great. Yeah, I know. Um, we, we were just talking about just a bunch of, you know, setup stuff beforehand. I'm like, let's just save it all for the show because yeah, you and I could geek out on this stuff forever. So, um, where are you living at right now? You know, I'm in sunny Pompano beach, Florida. It's not fair to say this because by the time, uh, you know, people are listening to this recording, um, winter is in full strength. And right now I'm staring out my window at, a beautiful blue sky and uh, if i get a chance i'm going to go outside and catch some catch some rays for lunchtime make some vitamin d yeah that's awesome well and i guess this is our merry christmas edition so i couldn't think of a better present to give you than um bringing michael on because um you know dr clement just told me so many benefits about aloe and and you know he was always big about you have to have at least one fluid ounce in the morning and at night and um, the benefits are, are tremendous for gastrointestinal health and for your skin and your overall vitality. And, and I thought about it. And I'm like, wow, I, I had no idea, especially if it's, you know, I knew this was before I knew any of the health stuff at all, how awesome Aldo was. I knew the hospitals were using it for burn victims. There wasn't anything else that they had created that would work as good. And so they were using aloe. But then I found out there's all different types of aloe. But before we get into all that and geeking out on the, the aloe, which I do want to do, why don't you tell us about the history of, of, of Stockton aloe and um, the story of Rodney Stockton. It's pretty cool. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to start with, with talking about Brian a little bit, and then I'll talk about Rodney. Sure. Because, and they used yeah. to work together. They were buddies. Um, but you know, I remember sitting across from Brian at his desk uh, early on when I took over this product line from Rodney Stockton. Mm -hmm. And you know, Brian had done a lot of research on aloe vera, and he was recommending it to people that were staying at Hippocrates Health Institute. And it does make some confusion when people say, how much aloe vera should I drink? This is aloe that you would drink, not that you put on your skin. Because Brian is recommending small amounts based on research that he had done. And I'll never forget him answering um, you know, my question about his research and saying that, you know, we divided them into two groups. One group got their supplements. The other group got supplements. And I think he said a tablespoon 
of aloe vera. A tablespoon of aloe vera. Rodney Stockton was saying, you know, if you have cancer, for instance, he would say drink three glasses full of aloe vera a day, which is right, on right. the high end. That's a lot. Yeah. But Brian Clement saying a tablespoon. And I'll never forget the face that he made when he said, the group that got the aloe vera with their supplements tested higher for every nutrient tested, every single one of them. And you know how emphatic he gets when he talks. Right, with just and, a tablespoon too. Yes. So I guess the conclusion being that somehow the aloe vera makes you absorb your nutrients better. And I think that is their primary reason for recommending it. And so in answering the question, if that's what you want, then you don't have to have that much. I think a lot of other people consume larger amounts for other reasons, such as the ACE man and increasing their tumor necrosis factor interferons and interleukins and things we can get into. But his response creates a little confusion in that question. How much should I have? Now, Rodney Stockton, what a character. Brian Clement is definitely a character. Rodney Stockton, <laughs> if you ever talk about Brian here, I'm talking about getting well and how emphatic and dogmatic he is. Rodney Stockton, he was completely the other, other way. Oh, you got cancer? Just drink three glasses of aloe. You'll be fine in a few months. That was, you know, then, oh, then a glass <laughs> yeah. a day just to maintain. Now, I am going to undo what he said right there. That's not how we treat cancer. Aloe vera is not a cure for cancer. But some of his people got well doing that. Not all of them. I followed up on a lot of his testimonials. And a lot of people say, I would not be alive if it wasn't for Rodney Stockton and his aloe vera. Well, let me say something really quick. As I, I, I just was, I'm, I'm enchanted by the story and stuff because I want to suck this all in. But two things. Um, number one, for the listeners, you probably, you'll see it in the title. It says, Dr. Michael Haley. So um, we're buddies and I forgot to introduce you as doctor. So he has a little bit more oomph there and what's going on in the biomechanics of the body. Um, also, when you brought up that Brian does testing, he does rigorous testing on, and, and you, just to clear this up. So if you're not familiar with the Hippocrates Health Institute, they've been around for 65, 66 years, right? And Brian and Anna Maria Clement, both doctors, they have been running that place for over 40 years. It's in West Palm Beach, Florida, originally started in Chicago. Um, with a gal named Ann Wigmore that healed herself of stage four colon cancer using grasses and grass juice and, and herbs and stuff like this. So when, when Brian does a test, he's very serious about it. He, he likes to use spectrocell testing. So what this means is, is it's a, it's a more expensive test, but and I'm assuming, I don't know, but I'm assuming that's what he used for that nutrient test because he said spectrocell, we don't just look in the blood, what's floating around in the blood. We, they take the blood and then the spectra cell splits the cell and then goes in and tests what's in the cell. Cause it's not, it, it's what you absorb. Like one of the first classes I took was called internal awareness. And the guy said, you are not what you eat. You are what you absorb. It's just like people that are type two diabetic. You have glucose floating around in the bloodstream. It can't get into the cell. So it's really a fat issue because you have a, an absorption issue, right? You don't have a good lipid or fat membrane. We can get in all that, but I just wanted to, you know, Dr. Clement doesn't mess around. Like when he, when he was like, um, uh, oh, he was talking about biosil, you know, that little, that, that, sil that silica stuff it's for hair. It's for uh, bones and joints and hair and nails and skin. It's like the best, everybody's going around getting these, um, 
uh, you know, they're taking these collagens and stuff. It's like the best thing. He said, Tim, don't take five drops twice a day. Like it says, do 10. He goes, I did this for a year and I got, I, I had to have four more haircuts per year. Like he measures everything. So when he measured the aloe, I just want to make, be emphatic about that because they were only testing with a, with a tablespoon. And nowadays, I think Brian's still saying take one ounce, which is more than a tablespoon, morning and night. But we're going to, I mean, what Michael's alluding to is that there's more benefits for taking more for different situations. So we want everybody to be open-minded about that. And now let's talk about um, Rodney Stockton because I'm very curious. Yeah, he, he had an experience in, I, I want to say, the late 40s where he had a sunburn and went to the medicine doctor in, I, I guess it was Homestead, Florida. And, you know, this um, Indian fella, you know, with the magic plant, just put this on it, you know, kind of thing. And mm -hmm. Rodney did that. And he was absolutely amazed and started studying aloe vera, not just aloe vera, but looking at all the different um, species, all the different varieties of aloe. There's many uh, species of aloe, aloe vera being one of the species, but then there's many varieties of aloe vera, um, Phibodensis miller, that species, there's many varieties of it. And he realized that the first variety that he was introduced to by this Indian doctor was the most medicinal, what he had called most medicinal. So he began to cultivate that and that particular variety became named after him. It's the Barbadensis miller species stockton variety and there's a couple hundred different varieties and made some notes on it like you know it's got a yellow flower and it kind of grows this way from the center and he describes it uh, thoroughly on on how to identify that particular variety we continue to grow it we took the plants out of his yard years ago and continue continue to cultivate them and he had populated the dominican republic where uh currently the harvesting is done for this aloe vera supply, which I myself personally supervise when possible, if not me. Uh, Sylvia goes over to Dominican Republic. She works with us and supervises the harvest. So we have grown in the Dominican Republic, um, supervised by here from America and cool. uh, just an awesome product. So Ronnie had these files and files of testimonials. And I even have a video of people being interviewed by, well, someone that he had interviewed and then uh, had interviewing his, uh, his customers. When I took over this product line, because he was so casual about it, just drink aloe, you'll be fine. In the drawers of testimonials, I was skeptical. I had to look into this and check for myself. And I started going through the people on the video specifically because I felt like I had known them one after another. And um, for instance, there was this Maxine Tracy that in the 70s, she had a stage four, um, I think it was, she was the colon cancer one. And I remember on the video, especially when he said, well, when did you start feeling better? Because she paused and she kind of tilted her head and said, well, I think, or when did you know it was working? I think immediately because I started feeling better immediately. She was apparently given like two weeks left to live. Mm -hmm. Now, when I had followed up with her, she actually had passed away. It was 35 years later. She was 86 years old. And I spoke to her niece who said that aloe vera cured my aunt. And, and in fact, we didn't know that you were taking over the out. We wanted to take it over because we know how powerful it is, how what a healer it is. 
Right. Um, and that's the kind of thing that happened. I also spoke with a, a, a fellow, Kurt Larson, whose uh, father Cliff had apparently been healed by the aloe. Um, and he said his father had also passed on, but 10 years later, after being cured from a stage four, his was uh, brain cancer. And um, in Rodney's files, I had found uh, CAT scans with brain tumors and then just little remnants about five or six months later. I forget um, how much time, but it was four to six months later, just remnants after doing nothing but drinking the aloe vera and being written off by the medical doctors as, you know, what we did isn't going to work, didn't work. We failed. Um, now, we had also spoken to people that said, no, that aloe vera saved my life. They were still alive many, many years later. And some funny stories, too. A particular, uh, I guess, Rodney Stockton was called one time by a doctor to give him the bad news. We, we're sorry, but, you know, you have cancer and you're dying. He said, well, I'm not dying. I'm Rodney Stockton. I drink aloe vera. You, you've got the wrong Rodney Stockton. And we got this Dr. Rodney Stockton. I think he was a dentist on video saying, you know, when I was diagnosed and miscommunicated to the wrong Rodney, he had called me and said, just drink the aloe and I'll be fine. And I was, <laughs> yeah, it just, that's a crazy, cool story crazy, right there. That's yes. synchronicity right there. Now at the same time, I have seen some that did not survive, um, did not, you know, stand the test of time. I assumed that he got the testimonials when people are doing great. Um, but then short time after cancer would come back, you know, with a vengeance. Um, but what I've seen, that's really not necessarily the case. People did very, very well doing nothing but aloe vera. Now, I think that is a poor treatment plan to say, I'm, because one thing we have to do when it comes to something like cancer is figure out, well, wait a second, why do you have it in the first place? Let's get rid of the cause. And then well, we make we, a we lot of changes. Well, just we have we have a problem here that a lot of people can't they don't wrap their head around it this way. So it's like, you know, I went to the Hippocrates Health Institute. We did juicing. We did sprouting. My buddy healed himself of chronic lymphocytic leukemia right in front of my face. No chemo, no radiation, no surgery. So then I see this and I'm like, whoa, this works. And it worked for me. And I got rid of all my health issues and lost a bunch of weight. And I see I, I started teaching it and I started seeing it work for lots of people but some people don't make it. And then somebody who's skeptical on the outside that hasn't experienced it any yet, and they have no first person experience. They're just like, see, it doesn't work. Right. But it's like, everybody has a different situation. Like when I, I hear people like, you know, it's, and it doesn't matter if you eat meat or you're a vegan or you're a pescatarian, I don't care. It's like everybody can heal no matter what you're eating, depending on your attitude and certain factors, but you know, diet is an input to this system. So it is a, a huge factor, but everybody's different. Okay. Everybody has a different, uh, 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 genetic makeup, which is true. I only think it really plays about a part about two to 3%, but I think 97% of it is environment and attitude, but you know, some people, like maybe you were adopted like I was and you weren't breastfed. So boom, you got it. You're a leg down on the immune system. Right. Um, or maybe you live next to power lines or maybe you live next to a, a grumpy husband that drags your ass down and creates a lot of stress in your life. Or maybe you just have a lot of stress. Maybe you have a, a smart meters that came in. 
and it's it took your immune system down. Um, there's so many factors. You, the the foods you eat. So it's like when you when you're trying to heal, and you hear something like this where somebody took the owl and they healed. What I believe Michael's going to get into is like that's just one card in the deck of health. What Michael and I want to do is we want to give you a whole bunch of cards. We want to keep stacking that deck up until no matter what, until we, we just, it's, it's the exact opposite of like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's the last card. We just keep putting them in there until we tip over the immune system and your immune system wins. That's what it is. And if you, you some of these people, man, they, they, they're like, Oh yeah, I'll kind of try it. I'll kind of do this. I never see, really seen those people make it, but the people that are completely committed, like I will be cancer free by June 1st, 2024. And it, no matter come hell or high water, I've seen most of those people make it. So to me, it's more about attitude. And then you'll hear other people like, well, my friend did chemo and he's, he's fine. He's, he's, he's in remission. Everything's fine. And he did surgery. And we got the cancer out. Well, and then like you said, it comes back and then it's in, I, I've seen this a gazillion times, but then there's some people where it doesn't come back and they're like, so nobody knows until you actually go meet those people, investigate them, go to their home, go to the refrigerator, go to their pantry, take notes and find out exactly what's going on. Look around their environment. Are there power lines and do all this stuff? My whole point is, is that it is complete. It's, it's all about environment. And there's so many factors like you can't hang your hat on anything. So what I want the listeners here to do today is understand that I've done my research I found because uh, there's so many aloes out there, and this is one of the hacks that I've brought in to my life, and um, I'm and and I want to share it with you because I believe that it's one of those the best card in the deck of health that you can add to your stack in the aloe category, and that's why we brought it here. So I I pride myself on finding the best of the best of the best. Now, if somebody can show me a better deal tomorrow, I'll probably switch, but. Good luck, um, you know, and I'm open-minded about it. I really am. But I know you guys have done lots of research. I've done a lot of research to find you guys. I've taken the product and um, I just want to share this with people. So this isn't like we don't, we're not, doc I'm not a doctor Rock, or Michael is, but we don't over here, we don't try to cure anybody because that's impossible to do. We help you to heal yourself, leading by example and sharing things that we've used or other people have used. So I just want to be clear about that. I've never really talked about that before in any other episode. And it's just, there's so many factors going on when people are trying to heal and hear these second, third hand stories. The bottom line is, is you have to get first person experience yourself. You have to try things and then you'll truly know until then it's just hearsay. You know, Tim, it, something you said there, I need people to understand that if aloe vera is a band-aid, it's not any different than medicine. Mm -hmm. If it's something that you're taking to get an effect and then, you know, cured from that illness or whatever is the effect you were hoping for. And now you have achieved that. You just took a medical approach because you haven't changed anything. You haven't gotten rid of the cause. We have to look at things different and say, you know, what can I change in my life? You mentioned things like electromagnetic radiation, uh, you know, the, the people around you, the negativity, anything that affects the chemistry, the communication in your body, anything that's going to interfere with these things can be a, you know, a negative signal 
that leads to ill health that can slow down your immune system and give more chance to the illness. And yes, there's some wonderful foods that can bring healing, but you have to get rid of the junk. You got to get the crap out of your life. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the approach we're talking about here. Aloe vera is wonderful. There's a lot of science to explain why it helps. There was a, a research project done by, um, I believe it was a chemotherapy company. They took 240 stage four cancer patients. All 240 of them were given chemotherapy. 119 of them were given, I believe it was two tablespoons of aloe vera, which would be an ounce. I'm pretty sure. Now I'm, right now I'm drawing a blank on that, but I'm pretty sure that was the amount. Again, small amount. Mm -hmm. And then they put them into you know, categories of healing, uh, four different categories, with the fourth ca category being the optimal uh, what they considered a complete result. Now, the group was smaller by two that got the aloe vera with their chemotherapy, but they had more people put in the fourth category. They had 10 people put in the fourth category. And I look at that and say, really, with just an ounce of aloe vera a day, they had 10 versus only three from the group that didn't have the aloe vera. That's statistically significant. Mm -hmm. The... Aloe vera um, also in another research was shown and also I believe by a chemotherapy company to be when broken down a sugar. Oh, wait a second, aren't we supposed to avoid sugar when you have cancer? <laughs> the sugar molecule that makes up these mucopolysaccharides is mannose. And what they've determined that mannose was a sugar molecule that cancer can't digest, something that it would attach to and try to consume it and being attached to that mannose molecule could not consume glucose. And the chemotherapy's uh, conclusion was the reason it works when we give them aloe vera with our chemotherapy is the aloe vera starves the cancer cell while the chemotherapy kills it. So wait a second here. So this mannose, which is a sugar molecule, cancer grabs it, but it can't digest it. Correct. And then it has a hold of it. And when it has a hold of it, then it's not grabbing the glucose from, you know, maybe the cake somebody ate. Yes. And it, it's correct? actually even bigger than that, meaning um, our bodies, our cells talk to each other and they communicate in various ways. Mm -hmm. One of the ways that they communicate is by being cells that have something attached to them that signals something else. In the case of the cancer cell being bound to the mannose molecule, it's actually a flag for the macrophage to come eat it. So part of that communication system. So even more so than starving the cancer cell, it's saying, you know, I'm a cancer cell, come get me. <laughs> so very neat the way these things work in our body. We're just beginning to understand the mechanisms, but what we're seeing more and more is that real food um, and, and phytonutrients and, and aloe vera and different, you know, uh, real foods play a vital role in our health. Well, as Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. So we're going to take a quick break and when we get back, we're going to get more into the amazing benefits of the proper type of aloe vera. We'll be right back. 
The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. The best part, it is super gentle and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Dr. Michael Haley. We've been talking about everything aloe vera. And, you know, we just talked, we were just talking about, you know, food is medicine. Let thy medicine be thy food. Aloe vera is definitely a food and it's a food medicine. Um, and the cool thing about aloe vera is like, it's not something that's so woo woo out there that's actually real, real, real. It's not, you know what I mean? But it's like, so many people know about the benefits of aloe vera for burn victims. Pretty much everybody knows it's pretty, pretty badass. Um, a lot of people have aloe vera plants in their homes. When they get burnt, they pop a little bit off. And, you know, and I, it's crazy, too, because my mom had an aloe vera plant, dude. And she forgot to water it for like, I don't even know how long. And it was dead. And I was like, well, that's kind of a deserty deal. So I filled the whole bucket up with water. And then I came back in two weeks. and was like, it was right back. It came right. back. It did. It was amazing. So this plan is very um, hardy. Um, and um, I just, I would like to get my hands actually on some of the, um, some of the actual plant that you guys have just to have in the house. Cause it's, uh, you know, just to do that. So maybe you can work out a deal with me, but <laughs> we'll see, man, that would be really super cool. Cause who knows what you're getting from home Depot and you, you see, and they've got, you know, synthetic fertilizer sitting on top of the soil. It's like, eh, I don't think I want to be eating that shit. So it's definitely a survivor. It, you know, when you, in the absence of hydration, it will drink itself because the leaves are filled with, you know, this gelatin that is mostly, water um when you cut it if you if you cut the leaf off and you expose the gel it'll actually seal up within a couple of days and heal itself and continue to grow absolutely wonderful amazing plant when it comes to aloe vera drink consuming it beverages things that have been processed aloe veras are not they're not the same every product now let's is not let's, the let's same. talk about this let's like Maybe you can, we talked, you just talked about the sugar mannose and the cool benefits. Are there any other like cool technical stuff that you could share about it before you get into um, the processing? Because it's very important to understand because we're huge over here. And that's the reason why a lot of people like our products. Um, number one, because they try them and they work. That's number one. But why are they working so well? It's because of our processing. We do, we know that when you process something, you're going to denature it at some level. So, but how can you process it as minimally as possible at the lowest temperatures possible and maintain as those vital nutrients as much as possible so that when you put it in your body, you're going to get maximum benefit. So before we get into that, is there any other thing that are cool, like the mano sugar um, that you'd want to share about aloe vera? You know, a lot of it, I don't even know how and why it works. Uh, when we look it up nutritionally, uh, it's full of electrolyte minerals. It has, you know, enzymes in it and all kinds of wonderful things. 
traditionally people are using it for that that speed healing that you had described when you put it on a burn on your skin, but people mm. are taking it inside, which I would say, I would argue that the gut isn't much different than the skin. I would say the skin is kind of an outward appearance of what the gut Connected. is doing on the inside. And if the skin's in bad shape, the gut's probably in a lot worse shape because it's more mucosal and uh, probably more um, ulcerative than the things that you're seeing on your, on your skin. But somehow it's speed healing the inside. And I think that's why so many people are using it for things like acid reflux and irritable bowel disease and GERD and gastritis, colitis, inflammatory bowel. And, you know, there's so many names, Crohn's, celiac, so many names for these inflammatory gut conditions somewhere between the mouth and the anus. Um, I just call it your guts jacked up. And then people are like, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And you can give it a bazillion different names, but your guts jacked. Just like there's a gazillion different names for the inflammatory skin conditions, the eczema, mm-hmm. you know, psoriatic arthritis and things that are showing up in the joints and the skin. All kinds of gut related problems. And somehow it's speed healing them. When it comes to products out there, I'm not going to lie. They're all pretty decent. People get results from even the most diluted, weakest aloe veras. I like to liken it to, um, well, intimacy. You know, uh, intimacy, even when it's not 100, it's still pretty darn good. Well, yeah. aloe vera is one of those miracle plants, but there are definite, definite differences based on how you process it. Now, in this, Take more than just aloe vera. Think of the things that I tell you now and apply them across the board to everything. Everything that you're buying from grocery stores, if you're still shopping in grocery stores. (laughs) Some things are processed more than others. When I had first taken over this product line, the first thing I did is went down to the processing plant with my camera and, you know, video recorded everything to say, how could we do it better? We couldn't really do it much better, but we could do it better. Rodney Stockton set up an awesome system where things were hand filleted. You know, the leaves were washed. They were hand cut and, and um, the, the fillets were sent through a, a grinder and, you know, they were put into containers that were put into a freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, the primary thing that we did different is run it first through a chiller, which is uh, 110 feet of stainless steel pipe with cold liquid on the outside of it to heat transfer some of the heat out to get it from the field temperature. Let's say that's 90 degrees the day of harvest. Let's take it out of the field temperature and put it into the containers at 50 degrees instead. Let's get it closer to frozen so that there is less fermentation on the front end and we can get it frozen much faster now. So that's one of the changes um, that we made. We also stopped rinsing the fillets. We wash the leaves really good when we fillet them I don't want the fillets being rinsed because that's adding water to it. That's a way of to dilute it. What we don't do is we don't filter, we don't pasteurize, we don't add preservatives to it. Why would we do that? Some, if we didn't have a clean front end, if we didn't wash the leaves good before cutting them and filleting them, um, and we didn't bleed out the outer leaf aloe, and when, by cutting the ends off, we bleed out that outer leaf um, laxative effect. We bleed that out. It's also a very bitter component. If we bleed it out first, give the leaf a quick rinse, then when we finish and fillet it, 
we don't have to rinse the filet. So we stopped doing that because it could add drops of water to it. I like the meticulous approach here, man. Especially, yeah. And I, I, we really need to, you, people listening today need to understand that you brought something up that's a big deal that people just glance, probably glazed over, and that's pasteurization. That's heating the substance up. And this is what kills me about the yogurts and stuff. People think they're getting yogurt as a health food. They've been sold they're going to get probiotics. But I'm like, what are probiotics? Those are bacteria. How well do bacteria do in heat? Not well. So yes, you're getting probiotics, but you're getting the dead corpse of probiotics in most of these. Now, there are some out there, like there are now some new ones coming out with like coconut, like I think it was like Coco Yo is one of the companies. And then they add the bacteria and afterwards and it's all, you know, cold press, that kind of stuff. And those cultures are actually alive and you can get some benefits, but most of it is just a big can of sugar um, with a bullshit marketing wrapper around it. And people are thinking they're getting some healthy probiotic health food and they're basically having dessert, you know? So anyway, pasteurization is a big deal. It kills all the nutrients. I can't remember what it is. Is it like 190 degrees? Is that what, where they pasteurize at? Well, okay. Um, in the case of the aloe vera at this particular plant, uh, they do it at 170 for other customers that they have. Um, ours is obviously kept raw, so we skip that whole whole step. But there this is go. this is really freaky. Uh, check this out, Tim. When they pasteurize it, they will fill it into those you know those big blue 55 gallon drums mm-hmm. for the other customers. That is that have plastic bag liners in them food grade, you know, type bags, they have foil on the outside with, you know, BPA free plastic on the inside with a little cap that they put on when it's filled. So they're putting it into that plastic bag at 170 degrees, capping it because now we know it's pasteurized in the bag. And if we contaminate it in that filling process, they feel good about it because it's at 170 degrees. And of course, they added the preservatives to it. So what happens when you put hot liquid in plastic yeah but and a lot of people we a lot of our listeners have been around they'll know in previous episodes we've alluded to this um aaron brockovich they did a great job with bpa shut them down but they had 37 of them behind it bpb bpc bpd bpe bpf and those are just as bad or worse and it's one of those in that plastic wrapper it's going to off gas even if it's at low temperatures especially if it's at 170 degrees you've just put in these hormone mimicking garbage molecules into your body that's going to lead to you know things like ovarian cysts and uterine cysts and breast cancer and prostate cancer and man boobs so you know when you're trying to take a health product that's the stuff that like people just don't have a time man they're so freaking busy so guys like you and me we have to nerd out geek out and get to the root problem with all this stuff and try to find somebody that's doing right and then when you can't then you just have to do it yourself if you really want that product in your body and that's literally how my company got started with the supplements is because we're basically a coaching company, but I just got pissed. and got tired of it. So I figured I'd just make my own stuff because then I could count on it. You know, well said and to, to expand on that just a little bit. There's a whole bunch of brands, but very few producers, meaning in the case of aloe vera, there's primarily four farms that are supplying the United States with aloe vera. Just like if you're buying orange juice, there's a lot more brands than there are orange farms right 
you know, every brand doesn't have its own farm. What they do is they contract with a farmer or buy from a farmer or not even. We're actually going, we have a direct relationship with the farmer that's growing our plants according to our specifications using our processing equipment on their farm. That's very rare. Most customers are purchasing aloe vera or whatever juices that they have put into their bottles and jars from a distributor probably in the United States. So it might be a product of Mexico, product of Dominican Republic or whatever the case is, sent to distributors in the United States in these big 55 gallon drums that have been hot filled. And then the brands say, well, you know, we want to sell it in glass. Okay, but it's been in plastic already. Yeah. At 170, 180, 190, who knows, whatever pasteurization temperature that particular farm uses now the crazy thing with the preservatives i didn't know this until i got involved in this business and started uh learning about ingredients when people are making their aloe vera beverages sometimes they reprocess them sometimes they repasteurize repasteurize them sometimes they add their own flavors and then they may add their own preservatives those are the things that you're going to see on the label. You're not going to see the farmer's preservatives listed unless they happen to use the same ones that the product manufacturer yeah. added in. Now, let's talk about preservatives for a second. I'm going to talk about preservatives briefly in a way that your listeners have probably never heard it before. Well, that's and exciting. I, <laughs> I like to start by asking this question, what is the purpose of a preservative? Now, you don't have to answer that. Let's give people a, think, uh, a minute to think about this because the most common answer is, well, it makes the food last longer. But the question is, is how does it do that? See, a food scientist will test preservatives. They'll have a batch of whatever food it is and they'll add chemicals to it and they'll look for a, a logarithmic reduction of the bacteria they infused it with and they'll measure the killing potential of that particular preservative. You see, the purpose of the preservative is to kill. And they put in a balance of preservatives to address things like mold, yeast, fungus, and bacteria. <laughs> the same things that we have living inside our gut that is supposed to digest this food. So these things don't survive well in the food, so it seems to last longer on the shelf. And then we stick it in our mouths and swallow it down, feeding our microflora, something with chemicals in it that is designed to kill them. And, and, and the reason this is so important, we're not the ones digesting our fruits and vegetables. We might chew it up and swallow it for them, but they're the ones that are actually consuming it and releasing the nutrients from these things. And we're feeding them foods that are filled with chemicals designed to kill them. Dude, it's, that's a, a really good take on that. And, you know, a lot of people, if, if you're a new listener, you have to understand that we have about 360 trillion virus cells in our body. We have 60 trillion bacterial cells, only 6 trillion human cells. So we're more virus and bacteria, literally, than we are human. And it's just all inside of this sack. It's this amazing uh, machine that we've we've been given. This is just a it's a remarkable thing that we the vehicle that we've been given to to go live our life and do our things with in this time space reality. So I'm very fortunate for my vehicle. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty happy about it. And I want to take good care of it. 
Um, but um, yeah, so these preservatives, they're a problem. They're a problem. And some people have learned like certain things they've learned. Some preservatives all actually cause cancer. Some of, some of them will actually feed into and increase some of the bad bacteria and throw off that natural balance in the stomach. And, and it's just like, why, why would we do that? Why would we do that? Well, it's all about um, either these people just don't know. It's a way an industry has been practicing for a long time. So it's just, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people are super diabolical. Maybe some of them are, and they just don't care. It's, you know, maybe some of these bigger corporations, they just, it's all about the bottom line to them and, and shelf stability because they want that product to be able to stay on that shelf long enough until somebody comes by and grabs it and they get their profit margin. So when you're trying to do something like you're doing, it's, it's tough. Like you're trying to deliver something super fresh. It, it, I know because it costs a lot more money in the, to the, the type of processing. It's much slower process. We do this with all of our supplements. It's way slower just so that we can, because I want it to be as good as possible when it comes into my body. I want it to be as close to me picking it and eating it on the spot. And I don't want anything else in between me and nature. I want to have the least amount of interference. I want to have it all to be natural and raw and untouched. And you mentioned that your product is raw. That is a huge deal because when you cook something, you're killing the hormones, the oxygen, the phytochemicals, and the enzymes. These are the micronutrients that a lot of people are not talking about, right? They Vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, a lot of people get about that. And well, those are killed too during the heating process, but you're losing vital nutrients and then sometimes in blending and manufacturing you're literally killing uh, we talked a little bit briefly about this prior to this conversation which was biophoton energy the photons raining down from the sun captured in the leaf of the plant via photosynthesis and turned into electrons and when we absorb things like when you're chewing like a sprout you're actually absorbing electrons through your teeth already and that's that's giving you energetics through the teeth into the human into the body and then you swallow it and it goes down you're you're consuming electrons we are somebody told me tim you're an electrical light being years ago and i thought that this and this person was you know kind of tattooed a little bit and had a lot of long hair and and i thought that they were super woo woo and crazy and now i realize like they were right on the money we literally are made of light it's like, you know, and there's, we're some minerals and stuff like that. And we're made of water and minerals and, and, and electrons from the light. It comes from the sun. So what you guys are doing is you're actually not just keeping the minerals and the vitamins and the hormones, and the oxygen, the phytochemicals and the enzymes intact. You're actually keeping the biophotons or the electrons intact through the process of what you do. So that's, and it just blows my mind. How good is aloe vera, dude? If people, they do all this shit to it and people are still taking it. And it's still working for them after they've, you know, cooked it and preservatived it and did all this stuff. And then it's like, it's just, a, it's an amazing plant. And then now like you guys have this awesome version of it, like the right strain harvested properly. You know, the story is the story that I wanted to hear and the results are what I wanted to feel. And then now I've got first person experience and that's, you know, yeah. why you're on the show today. You know, there's another thing that brands will do to their aloe vera, um, filtering it. In fact, if you go to the International Aloe Science Council website in the resources area is a video that shows you the typical aloe vera processing. And one of those processes is filtering. Well, what's filtering? They actually run it in this. They, put, they show you pictures on this video of a 
imagine a big tank like say a thousand gallon tank mm -hmm. and you see guys dumping these big bags of diatomaceous earth and activated carbon in it. it's got a paddle in it a homogenizing paddle that stirs it into this big carbon slurry then they put it through this pressure filter that makes all these little carbon cakes with all of the impurities in it. Well, what ends up going in is aloe vera, but what comes out is a clear liquid, much, much thinner. It's no longer a gelatin, uh, a gelatinous substance. It's a, it's a, it, it splashes more like water. And all the pulp is removed. Pulp's a very important part of the plant. It's a, it's a whole food. It's, you know, but not when you take the pulp out, it's no longer a whole food. Yes. Or, or a lot of the nutrients are taking things out. They're diluting it, making it less than it was. Now, some brands, you will see things like, you know, carrageenan added as a thickening agent. They're trying to thicken it up, make you think that it's aloe vera gel. It's mm -hmm. not. Now, I'm not saying these products don't have value. They, people still consume them and get their desired benefits. What I am saying is there's a much higher standard for for uh, a lot of people and that's what we're offering essentially yeah the aloe vera if we were to look at two at, at the most different brands there are and i'm not afraid to mention other brands and and in the same breath i'll tell you people still get results from them there's one that actually doesn't have any preservatives in it it's called george's aloe why doesn't it have any preservatives because it's so filtered there's really no nutrients in it that are going to attract the bacteria anymore. And if you look at it, it looks like water. If you pour it into a glass and hold it up to the light and, and compare it next to a glass of water, you won't see a difference. And if you blindfold yourself and taste the two, you won't know which one's the George's. Well, it doesn't really, you don't need the blindfold because they look the same. And I remember uh, buying a bottle of it for my wife and I had told her that it tastes just like water. And she didn't believe me. And I remember, and, and she drank the bottle. She said, you paid $7 for this? You know, it's a $7 bottle of water. Um, it was a, probably a 16 ounce bottle or so. I couldn't believe it. Now, funny thing is, is people still consume that and get their desired benefits. Aloe is truly an amazing thing. But if, if, if we had a 16 ounce a uh, glass of water next to a 16 ounce glass of water, which, you know, $17 for the Georgia, a 16 ounce glass of Georgia's. Um, and I put in a, a, a teaspoon of our aloe vera into that, you know, one 16 ounce glass of water and you hold the two up. The one with the teaspoon or tablespoon or however much you put in the drops of the Stockton aloe number one aloe vera, you're going to see a big difference in color and you're going to see substance in there so it's so diluted why is ours so expensive because it's very perishable and it's very nutrient dense by comparison again yeah. i'm not saying don't drink georgia's some people don't want to deal with the taste of aloe vera they don't want the preservatives they don't want the pasteurization they, they want a whole food that's what we're offering it's a very very different product so those yeah, are the two extremes. It, it, it's and pretty tough, much dude. It's what you're doing is is it's tough. I, I, I it's a tough business. I grew sprouts. I I turned into my garage turned into a sprout growing operation, and we were delivering wheatgrass and sunflower and pea sprouts to about 40, 50 cancer patients a week for five and a half years. Um, I did that until I moved and started this company. And one of the reasons I I mean I wanted nature's finest medicine sprouts grasses they're amazing. 
but they're so perishable, right? And I was fresh is best, fresh is best. So everybody listening, uh, all of our health heroes know we want to get the freshest. Like I am a complete maniac when it comes to like, I want the best for my body because I've learned it's like, you know, you, yeah, you can put some, some gas in the car and it's not as good a gas and you know, the car will chug along. It might get you where you're going, but it might maybe not as efficiently and, but it could break down, but it'll get you there. Um, or you could have the best gas and then, you know, you're going to get there. No problem. But more importantly, the car is going to last longer, right? It's from a systems approach. Like if you're an engineer, again, going to a system approach, it's input and output, right? And then in the middle, you've got transport conversion storage, but the inputs are very important. Somebody that eats cake every morning versus somebody that has a glass of stock and aloe is going to have a completely different output and a quality of life. There's no question about it unless they are so spiritual and they're beyond my thinking at this point in time that they can change that cake into aloe, but I don't know how to do that yet. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a good, it's a good comparison. It's a good analogy. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take another break. And then when we get back, I want to um, maybe hear some more stories and then we'll get into some more about the amazing benefits of Stockton Aloe. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Dr. Michael Haley from Stockton Aloe. We're chopping it up, everything Aloe. So, hey, uh, Doc, I, I had some other questions about, um, about Aloe because, you know, when somebody's going into the store, there's different varieties and stuff. And now what I'm realizing is, like, it's the, probably the same stuff. It's coming from four or five different places, just wrapped in different wrappers and stuff like that. And... Um, my question is, the first one is the inner leaf versus the outer leaf. That's something you see on the, on the packages. What's, what's the difference in benefits there? Yeah, that's a real good question. And anyone that's uh, shopping the grocery stores for aloe vera, um, you do want to look at whether it's inner leaf or whole leaf would be meaning that it has the outer leaf part as well. And the reason why some brands are still selling whole leaf, in fact, there's some brands that have both options available, inner leaf and whole leaf. And we'll have even other options with, you know, inner leaf aloe vera gel. That would be the one with a thickening agent to make you think that it's thick like the original aloe. Mm-hmm. So there's brands out there that provide all these different options. There was a time when nutrition companies were encapsulating the outer leaf extract. Why in capsules? Because it is tremendously bitter. Ours does have minute amounts of the outer leaf extract in it because we're not perfect at filleting it. If you test for that outer leaf sap, the aloin, we test somewhere between, you know, one and six parts per million, which is very, very small amounts compared to most brands out there. That is actually why the other brands are filtering it to get those PPMs down to under 10 before putting it on the shelf. So what well, is that aloe and what is that uh, outer leaf sap? 
What does that it, do? Yeah, it has a laxative effect. Now, you know that in, uh, well, grains, um, seeds of any kind, fruits, uh, the protection to that plant is usually in the outer skin, in the outer peel, in the outer shell. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've heard them referred to as not nutrients, but anti-nutrients. And some of these things can be extracted and used medicinally and have some benefits, but usually you'll find that large amounts of those anti-nutrients actually cause health problems. So well, this is like in nature smart. So I, I come walking along. I'm like, oh, what's that? I'll take a bite of it. Go, that's terrible. And I throw it down. I eat that shit again. And the, protect, the plant just protected itself. Well, that's right. And if I do eat a bunch of it, I'm going to go shit myself. And then I'm like, I'm not eating that again. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, but see, you might remember that the next time you're tremendously constipated and you say, oh, man, I remember that time I bit into that plant and I, I didn't get sick from it. I got the runs. Um, I wonder if that'll help, you know, get my system started again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, man has caught on to this over time with different plants. And in the case of aloe vera, they started taking just the sap. In fact, I saw a neat video uh, from an aloe vera farm, I believe in India, where they would actually take the leaves, cut them off the plant, and then put them in these, you know, in the circle, stack them, letting the aloe in bleed out into a, a um, like a tarp that they laid under this circle of aloe leaves. And they're only catching the sap. And then they come back in a couple of days and push the leaves aside, letting all of that inner gel, the good part, the stuff that we keep, go to waste. And then they would grab the little sack of, of, of sap. And that's what they used and sold medicinally. This mm -hmm. was for companies that only want the laxative effect. Mm. Missing out on the best part of it. So in in uh, all of these companies selling this as a laxative, of course, that, you know, got the attention of the FDA and the uh, National Institute of Health, because now they're competing with, you know, companies that have manufactured laxatives that spent money doing, you know, research or whatever the case and got, you know, approval through the FDA. Well, they gave ungodly amounts of this outer leaf extract to rats. And a certain adaptive change occurred in the intestines of the rats. That is the goblet cells that produce muca, mucus grew in size because probably to produce more mucus. And when that increase in size got to a certain point, they called it cancer, which is what you would expect when you give such a strong irritant in such large amounts <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh, it sounds like checkbook science on the way. <laughs> so what they didn't do is give the rats whole leaf where they gave them the inner gel and the outer leaf together. They only gave them the irritant without the balancing calming mm -hmm. effects. So these products that are whole leaf might have some merit to it, but if you're suffering from constipation, I wouldn't run out and buy them because I don't think that's the right treatment for constipation. I think getting rid of the cause of the constipation is a more you know, uh, appropriate uh, treatment plan. What do I mean? Well, some people are taking pain medications that bind them up. Um, some people don't have enough fiber, um, which adds the bulk and absorbs water. Some people aren't drinking enough water. And those things stimulate peristalsis. And it feeds, you know, the fiber also feeds your gut flora to make it healthy. Um, some people don't have enough fat, which is kind of the lubrication to the intestines. Some people aren't chewing their food good enough. You know, there's a reason why you have constipation. 
And I would want to address that first. And it could be stress. Well, physically stress, you can um, dampen the nerve signals from your spine to the intestines, the ones that are sending the signals that are supposed to be triggering, triggering that peristalsis. So rather than taking something, a laxative to loosen things up, an irritant to make your body try to purge it, I would say, figure out what's wrong and change your diet and, and you know, get rid of the nerve interference and deal with your stress. Make positive changes to get rid of the cause. That makes a lot more sense. But anyway, through that research, they essentially um, you know, outlawed the manufacturing of laxatives using outer leaf extract. And I actually think that was a good move. I think that was, that was good for us. We should still be able to use plants how we want to, and you can. You can have your own aloe vera and slice off a piece and throw it in your blender. And at least you're getting the whole leaf with the inner gel, or you can even purchase a product that has that. Um, but get to the root of the cause, you know, before relying on that for the rest of your life. That's my take on it. So yeah, inner leaf only. Yeah. Inner leaf only is a whole different product. It's not supposed to have that laxative effect. It's just using the cooling, the calming um, portion of the aloe vera. The, it's been referred to as the crystal or the gel of the aloe vera. And that's what we're putting in bottles and shipping frozen all over the world. So let's get into some of the benefits or some of the issues you've seen people because I'm sure it's multifaceted because, um, you know, we're going to the inside. We're, we're, we're swallowing this stuff now. It's going into the gastrointestinal tract and the body's using it everywhere. I know that when I had my eczema on my knee and both of my elbows, when I went to Hippocrates, they said, you don't have skin issues, you have gut issues. And I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, 60 days later, both of my elbows were literally completely healed. It took about eight months for my knee because it was, it was a very large, thick patch that had been there for a long time, cracking and bleeding and cracking and bleeding and terrible in the winter. And um, my body healed itself and I healed myself yeah. from the inside out. So why are people taking aloe? What things are they taking it for? You can go into from skin issues to memory yeah. to, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, let's do skin and, and gut first, um, because there's three main reasons people are, are really taking it. But um, gut is the number one. That's they're ingesting it for their gut or they're putting, applying it topically for their skin. And there's some benefits to topical application. I would definitely use it on a sunburn, uh, but you shouldn't be getting so sunburned. <laughs> um, your body should be accustomed to the sun. You should be getting regular normal amounts of it um the think of the body as a you know have you ever seen those squish balls that you uh can put on like your finger they're like um almost like a donut only they'll you can roll one end over the other that's kind of how our bodies are only we have this skeleton structure that prevents them from being able to flip end over end like that little squish ball um, but if you think about it, our skin on the outside kind of wraps around and folds through our mouth and forms a hollow tube that essentially has the opening, the other opening on the other side, our anus, you know, not like a squish ball. You can't reach through and stick your hand out the other side. But if you think about it that way, you kind of can, you yeah. know, there's, there's a tube connecting one end to the other. 
And they're both epithelial tissue, your skin and your gut, which is this particular type of a specialized tissue that, you know, absorbs and excretes, you know, our, our skin eats and drinks and it also excretes. What do you mean it, our skin eats and drinks? Yeah, even doctors take advantage of this and they even give you medicine through patches. They'll put, you know, pain patches and hormone patches on people because our skin will absorb that medicine because it's a digestive organ mm -hmm. and our inside our guts and obviously we excrete through our skin you know we sweat we detox and things that we can't see are completely leaving our bodies through our skin well our our on the inside we're doing the same thing we put food in and of course you know um it gets absorbed through the wall through that epithelial tissue and carried around to all the different tissues of our body and, you know, it, things go from our body inside our body back through that tube through various mechanisms to, so we can eliminate out the other side, the parts that aren't used. So if we start thinking of it like that, they're one in the same organ. Our gut, a little more specialized, a little more mucosal, a little more, um, a, a little better at, at this eating and drinking and excreting than our skin which is going to probably mean if we look inside, we'll probably see more inflammatory issues in there than on our skin because it's doing this exchange more rapidly, more frequently, more commonly. Um, if we see it on the skin, it's probably uh, much more of a mess on the inside. And it's really just an, our skin is a window to what's happening in our bodies. We can treat our skin but you're gonna get real results by treating the gut. This is a Band-Aid. This is a temporary treatment, putting aloe on my skin. It calms things down. It feels better. I'm glad I'm doing it, but I wanna take care of my gut. So the number one reason people are using aloe vera internally is to speed heal their guts. And some people, that's all they'll do. I've never seen anyone continue to bleed. People that have had bleeding issues, you know, the bleeding bowel movements uh, for days, weeks, or even months, um, I've never seen anyone continue to bleed. Yeah, for more I had that. Three Dude, days. Two and a half years. Every time I pooped, I bled. Yeah. Well, and then you healed your gut. Mm -hmm. And then the bleeding stopped. The first week at Hippocrates, it was gone. Yeah. Well, in like the literally case the it, first week, two and a half years, like head in the sand, like, oh, I hope that goes away. And then all of a sudden, it, I changed my life. I changed my lifestyle, my inputs, and it changed. Yeah, and I'll consider that a, a significant issue. For some people, it's to the point of having, you know, low blood counts um, because they're bleeding so much. Um, so for me, almost a crisis situation, I'll say drink three glasses of aloe vera a day. That's a lot, but I've never seen anyone continue to bleed for more than three days doing that. I've heard people on day two say, um, no, nothing's changed. And then I talked to them on day three. This is the best day I've had in, you know, days weeks what, months, what about hemorrhoids because we get that a lot i know that's basically you know some most of the hemorrhoids are inside but people can also have them on the outside too there's a couple of different types but what have you seen with hemorrhoids you know i'm smiling because uh on my desk here um and this is uh, you, yes uh, of course treat it internally and get your digestion working but this is one of our topical skin products um in fact i'm going to give you a, a link that if people want to get the aloe vera it'll include this with it for no extra cost. But I've had a customer say that when they use this in replacement of their hemorrhoid cream, they decide they ran out of their hemorrhoid, whatever they were using, 
um, and said nothing has ever worked like like this particular product, this uh, this aloe vera skin product. So they're not not buying hemorrhoid treatment anymore because this works so much better. Well, it's this is not a hemorrhoid treatment. It's got aloe vera in it, and aloe vera helps you know speed heal things. Um, but you know, so as far as that goes, yes, and you can treat that topically, or you can heal your guts from the inside out. And I tell you, you know, what, if I had hemorrhoids, I, especially if my hemorrhoids are on the outside, I'd be doing both. Yeah, for sure. Why, why not? Why wouldn't you until the insides are finally healed? And once the insides healed, the outside hemorrhoids would heal too. That would be my guess. Yeah, it, it's, it's really funny because, you know, we've stumbled across so many um, uses for some, we call this our, an all-purpose formula. We've stumbled across so many uses for it that we had no idea it would help with. In fact, the very first one, and, and uh, for those that are just listening, not seeing, I'm holding up a tube of this, you know, a four ounce tube of this aloe cream, which is essentially 70% uh, aloe vera emulsified in coconut oil. Mm -hmm. And they, um, you know, the, the very first thing we heard about it before we even got the product back ourselves, we sent it off to a laboratory that was filling it into sachets for samples. And the duds, the, the sachets that didn't seal properly got thrown in a box for discarding. And in that particular facility, um, they let the landlord, the person that actually owned the property, help themselves to all the duds. So whatever products they were filling that day, whether it was, you know, shampoo or whatever it was on this particular day, it was our, our aloe vera cream. And he grabbed all the duds and he started putting it on his on his arms. And right now I'm touching like the backside of my forearm here, showing where he was applying it. Because imagine an elderly person taking blood thinners. If you've mm. ever seen them, these are all black and blue and they just look bruised and, and, and like they're dying. Well, he Very came thin in. Skinned. Yes, he came in a few days later to the uh, person that was renting his tenant filling the sachets for us. And he said, look at my arms. That stuff is amazing. Well, he immediately called us back because he's been in the co cosmetic industry for years. He said, I got to tell you, I have never seen anything like this product. You guys might not know it, but you really have something amazing. I did know it. It was a, a reformula. I, I took this, I, I reformulated Rodney Stockton's old product that was based on, you know, the 70s technology with, you know, parabens and all those other things. It had aloe in it and it worked amazing. And instead of petroleum jelly with aloe vera, we said, let's emulsify it in coconut oil and get rid of all those harmful preservatives. Yeah, genius. Um, but my first experience with the topical was his petroleum jelly base full of aloe vera when I wrecked my hands uh, in a rope burn uh, sailing incident. Mm. And, and I remember looking at my hands Three days later, they were all, you know, I'm a chiropractor. So these are important to me. And they were all blistered and bloodied up. And I just kind of wrapped them, uh, filled them with aloe vera and wrapped them up. And I remember looking three days later, it was like, my hands look better today, three days after this horrible injury than they did before it. They look more youthful, like I have brand new skin on them all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I realized there is definitely something to this aloe vera. That was way before I have ever uh, realized I was going to be in the aloe vera business. I was just a happy customer, a chiropractor to Rodney Stockton, who is the one who really pioneered aloe vera in the United States. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, 
but mostly the lady, because I was thinking about this earlier, man, which was like, like I do things, I'm kind of an intense type of person. And I was thinking, wow, how, how healing would it be for somebody to take an aloe vera to bathe in it? It would be very, very expensive. It would be freaking awesome. I mean, that would be really cool. But, um, you know, rather than just, I guess, you know, taking gauze and soaking it and putting it all over the body like they do with burn victims, but that would probably be fine. That'd be a better approach. But now with this cream, you could literally just lather yourself up. You could, I, 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 you know what I mean? And just like, because you said it was like making your skin more youthful and stuff like that. Drinking it and then topically putting the cream on would be um, a double edge. Uh, really cool. So. I don't have the cream yet, dude. So I swear to God, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going back in. I'm going to order a boatload of this stuff and uh, do some experimentation. I use it every day myself. I, you know, I have it on my hands. People that are having, you know, dry cracked cuticles or their heels are cracking and stuff. Absolutely. If you have cracked heels, um, you know, put this oh. on, on your heels before you go to bed. You'll be absolutely amazed. They won't be cracking anymore. Have you had people, you know, about that product bag bomb that's been around forever? No, not familiar with it. Yeah, it's it's uh, the problem. I think it's it's, but it might be a petroleum based. Let me see what's in this stuff. Um, I was trying to find something because I've got a friend who's an electrician. It's yeah, it does. Like the main ingredient is petroleum. So this is crude oil, and then it's got lanolin, paraffin, water, eight hydroxyquinine and then sulfate 0.03%. This company's been around a long time. It's called uh, Bag Bomb. But um you know, I'm kind of not really big into putting petroleum under my body like at all and I think that might be a better solution. For, this guy's an electrician. He's out there working with his hands all the time and his and now he's moved to a colder climate and his hands are cracking a lot again. He's was asking me for a solution and it's like, "Poop, you know, now I got yeah, it. And that's, that's how I'm actually, you know, using it on my hands, you know, especially if I, you know, I'm working in the aloe field and, you know, pulling plants and I, you know, I use my fingers for shovels and I'm digging in there and I, I wreck them, but then I wash them up really good and put some of the aloe on it and whatever's left over the excess that goes on my face, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, and um, so I, I absolutely um, love this particular product. There's, Another version of this that has a bunch of those, um, I'll call them those exquisite uh, synergistic anti-aging ingredients. Mm -hmm. It's a more expensive product and I, the women love it on their face for the anti-aging aspect of it. But for me, uh, I use this one on my face. It's the lesser version and it doesn't have those things like the, you know, the tremella mushroom and, uh, you know, lavender essential oil and manuka honey and, you know, bee venom with propolis and all those super anti-aging ingredients. Um, I personally recommend the more simple formula because a lot of our customers are getting our aloe for their gut issues. And when you have gut issues, you tend to have allergies or sensitivities, mm. and it could be a very pure, uh, um, ingredient such as Manuka honey, but you know, some people have bee allergies, you know? Um, so for that reason, I, like the simple formula um others prefer the other one for that anti-aging additional benefit once again you won't know until you have first person experience that's the only way to do it we actually have a, a package that we just put on our website too it includes the two different aloe creams 
which some people will use the more generic formula for their full body and the anti-aging one only on their face. But our newest product is included in that. And that is our sunscreen, which is 55% aloe vera. Imagine taking the healthiest sunscreen on the planet and then taking out the water and putting aloe vera in its place. That's what we've done. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, I actually, do you have a podcast? I do. The Dr. Haley oh, show. Oh, cool. Well, you have to get this guy, Tim James on. He's really cool. No, I'm thinking, <laughs> um, have you, have you, have you had Dr. Elizabeth Plord's on? I have not. That name sounds familiar. Oh, dude, you have to, she is awesome. She's awesome. She's only, I mean, I've had maybe, I always, I've had maybe, I've had Dr. Tread by our formulator. I've had her. And I think Dr. Will Tuttle on twice. So very few people I've had on my show twice. She came on first because of uh, EMFs. And she was a highly sensitive to EMFs. And so she did, she was a re science researcher. She did all this research and then tried every product. And then she has this product now her and her husband, Marcus, promote for EMFs. But she also had a, a partial or her hysterectomy ovarian you know had her ovaries removed and um so she has a book on that she was actually help she was a doctor helping women with hysterectomy removals and hormone replacement for years she's mm -hmm. a genius on that stuff but she also wrote a book on toxic sunscreens she'd be a really good guest for you and um, i'm gonna I, i'm gonna have her back on for the toxic sunscreen so she's so diverse and but she she has these three big fields like the toxic sunscreens the emfs and the hormone replacement hysterectomy deal and uh, I think her and her husband are both in their 70s, and she's just a sweet, amazing woman. And her husband's super cool, and I think you'll really enjoy her, and I think she'd be a great guest for you. Oh, great. So, well, man, um, is there any other uh, parting words of um, inspiration or education you'd like to leave about aloe or anything else in general to the listeners? Well, you know, I just really want to say thank you to you for all you're doing. Um, you're, you're not like most health podcasts you get down to the nitty-gritty you know into the technical the there's standards and then there's super standards just like there's organic standards which is decent but they're not the ultimate standards mm -hmm. you can always go higher and you're one of those people you know at the top so i just love what you're doing thank you for having people like myself on helping change the world you know one podcast at a time yeah yeah. And getting people back to nature. I mean, that's what it's really about. Dr. Haley is we have to, you know, we, I, I just did a podcast about this a couple episodes ago. We are not living in nature. We are not living with nature. We are nature. Okay. Your body's mostly made of water. Where does that come from? Nature. You got gut bacteria in your gut. Where else do you find them in the soil, soil bacteria? A lot of them are the same ones. And if and you, if you, you know, when you're, when you finally take your last breath and if somebody decides to cremate you, what's left? A bunch of minerals. Where else are you going to find minerals? Nature. So like we are nature and that's it. That's the disconnect. If you're tired, you're overweight. Like I was, your skin's bleeding. You're, you're got cancer. You have heart disease. You're not feeling good. You're on a bunch of medications and you just can't figure it out. Or your doctor says everything's fine, but you don't feel fine. And you know it, I promise you, you have a disconnect from your natural self, nature. And all you have to do is get educated on this, get the awareness and start changing your environment, the way you think, your attitude. 
things that are coming into contact with your skin, things you're drinking, things you're breathing, things you're eating. And as you make those changes, your body, nature will respond the more you put it back into its natural state, which is which is nature. So, Dr. Haley, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we'll put a link um, down below for you guys. And um, we actually have um, an affiliate program with Dr. Haley. So he just put that together beforehand. So I've been using this product for quite a while, but um, um, I'm excited because we're going to put that link also in the back of our group, private group coaching community. So if those of you um, aren't, aren't aware, we have a private group coaching community over here at Chemical Free Body. And um, it's for people that want to geek out with me on a weekly basis. I'm actually gravitating and getting out of doing one-on-one -on -one consultations because I feel like I can help more people. Uh, I actually got this idea from one of my coaches. He said, you, dude, you can't help. You can work 24-7. You can't even make a dent of what needs to have happen in the education of people out there. There's so much need for, for this. You, you need to just really start a group community, and that's what we've done. I'm putting all my time and effort and energy into that so we can help thousands and thousands of people get this awareness and get these changes and your product will be in our members area for people to go. And I have a whole list of stuff from toilet paper. Literally, I literally have toilet paper. Um, cause I told, I told, um, my girlfriend, I said, I want to have a list of everything from what I wipe my butt with until spunk mats and acupressure mats and, and grounding pads and all these cool little things and infrared saunas that I've handpicked and stocked in aloe in the back office. We have that. So if you're a member, this is something where you can piggyback off of my 11 years of geeking out and you can download all this stuff very quickly, like very, like literally you could just copy and paste it and have it all and have the list or whatever and, um, and, and get you right to the core. And then if you, in our group, if we find something new or better then we, I just change it. So in our back, in our back office, I'm just explaining this. I've never done it before. We have a bunch of different products. Some of them we have affiliate arrangements with some of them we don't. The agreement that I have with myself and with our, on our members is that I will only put on there what is best. So let's say if I have an affiliate arrangement with an aloe company, and then I find a better aloe company that doesn't have an affiliate, I will only promote the one that's the best, even if it doesn't have an affiliate. But what we do ask is that if you're going to purchase some aloe in it, we do have an affiliate program, please use our link because it helps us fund our operation. So we can grow and get more people on staff and and do a better job of serving um, and serving the public because we really wanted to we I just see us as defenders of public health like that's what I like uh, in fact a product that we have coming out a new product has a shield on it and it says down below it says defending public health and that'll be out soon it's a secret product so stay tuned you'll see it um, but that's it so thank you so much for the listeners around the world uh, thank you Dr Haley. And um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you like this episode, please share it. Uh, there's a lot of people out there with um, uh, health issues. I think this is uh, definitely one of the decks in the card of health that you should put into your repertoire, especially if you have serious health issues. This is a really good tool to add to your toolkit. And um, I think it's a great episode to share uh, to get a doctor's perspective who took over a company of a plant that we know has major medicinal qualities. Hospitals are using it. And they just put it together in the right way. They're delivering it to you and making it easy for you no matter where you're at. And um, Dr. Haley, my last question is, do you ship worldwide or where do you ship to? We ship worldwide now uh, because we have a frozen product. Those have to get to the customer within two to three days. So shipping does get expensive. The only place that I know of that Federal Express cannot get it there in two or three days is Australia. 
We haven't found a location in Australia where it's getting there on time. So we're not shipping to Australia. Okay. Um, we have a lot of listeners there. It's with the whole thing with the COVID and the supply chain delays and these new international shipping rules, it seems like they're just trying to shut down small, medium-sized businesses um, and make it very difficult for us to get good, high-quality products. So you listeners out there are also consumers. Voting with, you know, votes today might not matter because we know that votes are, it's not, it's not elections, it's selections. It's literally they're deciding who they put in office. But you still, your vote still matters with when you use your money. Right. So you have to fight. We we work with our clients. I mean, it, it is just it's such a pain in the butt. But you if you don't fight for good companies like like Michael's and like mine and, and purchase the products and use them and tell friends about them, because we don't have like major massive marketing budgets where we can just 24 seven blow up all the radio and the TV and and get people when they're in, you know, oh, my plumbing's broke. Well, you need a plumber. Well, my gut hurts. Well, and then they're flashing something on TV. If you don't support us. We will go away and then you're going to left. You're going to be left with crappy choices. That's what they want for you. And they're doing this like over at whole foods right now. So whole foods got bought by Amazon for those that didn't know that's what happened. And then what, what, what they're doing is if Michael, do you ever go into whole foods? I haven't been in there in a long time. Yeah. So when you go in there, I think it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, they have that organic 365 label. Have you Mm -hmm. seen that? Well, if you go in there now, it's like everywhere. So what these big companies will do is they'll take a company like yours that they, maybe you have your aloe there and it's selling really well. And then they go to the manufacturer, but they can't do it because you are the manufacturer in this case. And then they cut a deal and, and that manufacturer is like, well, I'm going to make a lot more money. I won't make as much on per unit, but I'll make a lot because they're going to sell all these places. And then they take your product, wrap it in their th- organic 365 label, and then it takes over the shelf. That's what, and then they kick you out. And then they change the ingredients, they denature it, it's not as potent, and then consumers left with crappy products. This is why it is so important to vote with your dollars. You, you know, We pride ourselves on finding companies like yours that have these specific, unique products, and then that's where my money's going. That's how I'm going to vote, and that's how I'm going to make change, is I'm going to vote with my dollars. Your money will change industry. If you stop giving these companies money, they will pay attention to that. They might not pay attention to your letters or how come you're putting soda, you know, you know, put blue dye number 40 or whatever it's called into these products. It's, it used to be a good product. Now you have this crap in there. They're not going to listen. They don't care. You're insignificant. They, they, they have 24 seven marketing going, but what is significant is you take your money and you steer it over to another company that's doing good stuff. That's how you make the change. So we have to fight for that. So anyway, thank you again, Dr. Haley. Thank you listeners around the world. I love you guys. And until next time, change yourself change your world and we'll see you again soon thanks for listening again to the health hero show i'm your host tim james and remember change yourself change your world and we'll see you again on the next episode talk to you soon you have just listened to the health hero show with tim james (laughs) 